Naked ABCs, where we discuss every song from seven to Y. And tonight I didn't write an intro, so I'm gonna fly by the seat of my pants. And I'm kind of in a fog about what I'm gonna say, but I believe that I'll be able to figure out where I'm going with my analogies tonight. Well, not to tip my hand, Tracy, but this song has driven me to drink, so my nose is a little red. Oh, (laughs) goodness. Well, I almost feel like uh, I almost feel like our our friend Kevin has is running out of ink when he's doing this song because it, it, he is not really putting a full <laughs> effort into it. Yeah, this one uh, I hate saying phoned it in, but this, yeah, it, this one. Just uh, well, we'll get into it. <laughs> well, this week we are well. First, let me introduce our wonderful <laughs> co-hosts. To this week, I have joining me Heidi and Aaron. Thank you for joining Hello, us. Hello, everybody. Always a pleasure. And I mean, usually. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, we will be covering Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay, I got it out of my mouth. Okay. Um, I, I, am, I am tipping my hand early on this one. Um, Why do you want to hurt me, Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> like, George, like boy George said. <laughs> uh, this was torture this week, and I apologize in advance. Um, I'll be completely honest. There are very few songs by BNL that when I was coming up with our list of what we would be covering um that i that i was like oh can i cut that out in some way shape or form (laughs) hey man if we did how's the level we gotta do everything i know and that's where i came in with this is i by doing how's the level i was required (laughs) actually i think i back ended my way into how's the level by actually saying we are covering rudolph there's no reason we should not cover how's the level (laughs) it is more of a legitimate song oh wow okay wow so so, all, right, all right, so cards on the table. <laughs> I, I I was not looking forward to this week, and I am I am pushing on ahead until we hit W, and then I, then I will say I've learned a lot about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, we're gonna have a good discussion about Rudolph and where this it week. Came from. <laughs> oh yeah, there yes. was a, it was a song contest, right? Didn't a little girl write it or something like nope. that? No, no. Is that I, mean, I have a legend? whole bunch, bunch written down, but go ahead. I'll let you well, lead us off. So originally in 1939, there was this guy named Robert May who worked in the ad department for Montgomery Ward. Mm-hmm. And so if you're old like we all are, you might remember the big old Montgomery Ward catalog that you used to get. And there actually used to be the Montgomery Ward store that we would get, like, I remember the last one um, that I remember was in Nashua, but that closed um, many years ago now. So every year they would give away free Christmas books, coloring books, but that year they decided to create their own. So they gave the task. As a way to save money because he was, they they didn't want to buy the books and then give them away. They were like, well, let's just make our own. So they gave the uh, Robert May the task of writing it, and they said, just make it about an animal. But sadly, that year, his wife got cancer and died. Wow. 
So he had to raise their little girl. Her name was Barbara by himself. And so he was originally not going to, his employer told them just, you know, stop working on the book and just do whatever, you know, turn in whatever you've got. But he decided to keep pushing through. And his, his daughter, his Barbara, that he later said was he needed Rudolph now more than ever. Yeah. And his daughter, Barbara, loved going to see the deer at the Lincoln Park Zoo. So he invented the reindeer with a shiny nose and that happier times lied ahead for him and his daughter. So it came out in Christmas 1939 as a book became a huge hit they gave out before that before that can i back up real quick yeah go ahead so so when he brought his he he wanted to write this as an ugly duckling story Mm -hmm. um and he wanted to make sure the character had a lot of heart and and he himself was painfully shy shy as a child so he wanted to work that in as well Uh, matter of fact a lot of this guy's books that he has written over the years had characters that similarly had this had some kind of physical disability that had they had to overcome usually leading to shyness and and having to overcome that um well i remember back to the claymation in the claymation christmas special the other rudolphs are the other rudolphs the other reindeer are like real jerks to rudolph they're dicks (laughs) Yeah, they're they're really really mean, and that actually goes back to the original story. Um, one of the things I will be putting in this week's notes. I don't know if you guys looked at it, but I will po- put it in this week's notes. I'll also send it to you guys. Is the actual original book, which is mm. much more in depth. It's thirty two pages. Um, none of the lines of that book are used in the song, so it is completely and utterly different. Um, and and actually a really good book i wish that it was released as a book more often because i i can't find it anywhere but i really like the original drawings i like the original poem um it's a great story um but anyways he brought this story to his boss and his boss says can't you come up with anything better wow yeah (laughs) that's that's like that's like the 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 record executive who told the beatles uh four-man groups are out they're not no one likes him anymore so no we're gonna pass on you (laughs) um and so do you want to keep going by the way i was gonna say well yeah for all of that i mean it sold over um they gave out sorry over 2.4 million copies they only stopped issuing it because of the war because there was a shortage of paper and so then when they started putting it out again in 46, it blew up even more. So, but the funny thing is, is he never received anything more than his salary for it at the time. However, mm-hmm. in 1947, the head of Montgomery Ward gave the rights to Rudolph. To believing the that, like either being nice or believing that it was going to go nowhere, right. gave the rights to him and he then used it. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that basically kept his family pretty decently comfortable for the rest of his life. Um, and it was his, what, brother-in-law? Yeah. Johnny Marks, who was a songwriter that got was aware of the story in 39 and had just been, you know, he kept a wow. notebook full of song ideas and he married... Robert May's sister, 
and he began, you know, adding music and he asked Gene Autry to record it. And Autry didn't even like the song, but his wife told him to do it anyway and <laughs> put it out as a B side. Wow. And it, the B side became the second biggest selling Christmas song of all time behind only white Christmas. So wow. incredible. Yeah. Too bad this version doesn't do any of that justice. <laughs> no, I it do, does not. <clears throat> I do want to add one more really interesting fact in about, about May. Um, mm. He, and I, I really dug deep for this, but it's because I, I really like the song of He Rudolph. was Jewish. Yes, was he was really? Jewish. Uh, so kind of wow. going back, both he and his brother-in-law were both Jewish. Uh, so going back to the writing Christmas stuff in order to, <laughs> you know, if you're Jewish uh, and making money off it um, because that's your job. Um, but what I wanted to add him was that May went to Dartmouth College and he majored in psychology. Hmm. Normally, I would not go this deep into a backstory, but it's actually really important to the song of Rudolph because mm. it exposed him to and he became an adherent to the works of Alfred Adler. Adler believed that the basic human motivation is striving for perfection and that stems from desire of overcoming feelings of inferiority and leads to an assertion to become perfect. Which is the story of Rudolph? Yeah, very interesting. And um, I'm sorry, I misspoke. That Johnny Marks, I want to make clear, was was Jewish, not Robert May. But oh. I don't know if he was Jewish. But uh, um, no, he was. Johnny he grew Marks up in a in a, in a uh, secular Jewish home. Oh, okay. Because Johnny um, Marks did too. And Robert May also, his wife, the one that died, um, was in the 1930s and 1940s. I, I got to put it in context a social worker and a professor at Northwestern University. So here we oh. have a female professor in the 1930s and 1940s. So impressive. Hmm. Very impressive. Well, all of that is much more interesting than the song. So I'm glad we had a little bit. Of, <laughs> bit of it really, really is. That's why I wanted to go into it because the story of how Rudolph came around is a really interesting, great story um the song of the the book of rudolph is really cool um actually like i can do this hold on one of the books is in the smithsonian in the natural museum national museum of american history really mm -hmm. did not know that I'll fill time by going off on a tangent and saying that when I think about the Rudolph Claymation Christmas special, it makes me think of A Year Without Ooh. Santa Claus, which features both the Heat Miser and was it the Snow Miser? I'm Mr. Uh, Heat Miser. Yeah. I'm Mr. Snow. Mm -hmm. Which I only bring it up because Heat Miser uh, was the name of the first like major band that Elliot Smith was involved in. And Elliot's mm. one of my favorite singer-songwriters in the world. So can you guys see the picture I have on the screen now? Mm -hmm. Yes, Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. So this is the original. Ah, wow, yeah, yeah. Um, That's cool. Really cool drawings. And twas the day before Christmas, and all through the hills, the reindeer were playing, enjoying the spills of skating and coasting and climbing the willows and hopscotch and leapfrog, protected by pillows. <laughs> like, it's a really cool, fun story. And then you get to Rudolph, and they are oh, really... Rudolph's crying. That's like heartbreaking. It is. It is the story. 
goes into how he was treated and it's interesting how Santa comes around to to finding Rudolph on this gray night, this foggy night where they they almost get hit by a plane. Jeez. And oh my goodness. The only reason oh he finds Rudolph is, is is he cannot he can't find any of the houses and he can't even see when he gets inside the houses, uh like whether it's a boy or a girl and, and whether what toys to give them until he goes into Rudolph's room. And then he can see perfectly okay. At which point he's like, this is who I need leading my sleigh tonight. It's a really great, great story. I I want to read this. Go ahead. There's a great um, article in Chicago Tribune where there's a picture of his handwritten list of possible names, including Mm. Rodney, Roddy, Roderick, (laughs) Rudy, Rolo, Roland, Reggie, Reginald, and Romeo. He really liked Child the R. <laughs> reindeer Roland to the Dark Tower came. I know, right? Seems like it would have been quite a Romeo different book. the Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> Wherefore art thou, yeah, I can't Romeo? Make any of them work. Wherefore dost thou have a red nose? <laughs> Roderick. <laughs> Rod- Roderick. Yeah. Roderick Roger. the Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> So it wasn't until Gene Autry actually oh, recorded. Hold on. Go ahead. Did you know the? Okay, so it says Ward's executives gave the story a green light after company illustrator Denver Gillen added his de- depictions of reindeer games and a sorrowful turn triumphant Rudolph to the story's layout. However, each incorrectly depicts female reindeers without antlers and males with them when the opposite typically occurs during the winter. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Hmm. I learned a thing. Now I did. I learned something. <laughs> um, and it is also, I like to also point out like Gene Autry the Gene Autry song had to add the introduction of the other reindeer's names and had to actually add in a claim disclaimer when they did it live or when they were doing it on the radio because it was taken directly from the um, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Mm. It was not originally in the original poem. Um, there has been a lot of covers of this song. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine, yeah. The most notable I will put on on the webpage, on the liner notes. Um, Gene Autry, of course. Uh, Bing Crosby, who is the second person to record it. Um, and then Gene Autry again recorded it seven years later with a full orchestra. The Cadillacs did a doo-wop version. And of course, Aaron and, and uh, Heidi, I know you're going to love this, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Although with Alvin and the Chipmunks, it was really Rudolph singing most of the song. Hmm. They had some great Christmas stuff. And in that one, the reason Rudolph had a red nose was because he had a cold. Um, of course, then Burl Ives covered it for the soundtrack for right. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and then he re-recorded it for his own holiday album a year later. And then The Temptations. Oh, nice. There is a really great one that I found this week by Jack Johnson, where he wrote really? an extra verse at the end. 
because as he put it, the other reindeer never apologized. It's true. <laughs> and he's like, that is just so wrong. Like they need to be held accountable for their decisions. So the, he wrote in an extra verse that goes like this. But Rudolph, he didn't go for that. He said, I see through your silly games. How can you look me in the face when only yesterday you called me names? And all of the other reindeers, man, well, they sure did feel ashamed. But Rudolph, you know we're sorry. We're truly gonna try to change. Hey, I like that. That's good. I, I think that should be part of the canon. Like that is amazing. I agree. Yeah. <sighs> well, we we literally <laughs> just um talked about everything that I had to say about about the, the song. It was a valiant effort. Reindeer. Um should we get to the trouble with Tracy? Please. I mean, the trouble with Tracy is a very obvious one this week. It's the one that I had with Carol of the Bells. It's the one that I will mm -hmm. have with another song on this album later as we come back to it. Although I'll have multiple troubles with Tracy for that one. Um, but for this one, we have a story song. Literally, it is a <laughs> song that is there uh. to tell a story. Personally, Tracy, I think the lyrics they could have they could have improved a lot. <laughs> yeah, they could have. Like that that is my major trouble with this song. You don't take a story song and don't do the story. If you want to do something neat with it or different with it, go right ahead. It just feels like we had time we need to cover on this album we need to fill. So let's throw something in here. Oh, here, give Kevin a keyboard. Put it. And I know that it is a fake beat because the same beat starts. It's the Casio keyboard beat. It is. And yeah. it starts off every single song like this on this yeah. album. It's, it's it's like Wesley Willis, you know, you, for any the real deep yes. cut there. Any aficionados of Wesley Willis out there, it's like the automated drums. Uh, oh. Well, you said this on the last time that we, the same thing, on the last time that we covered a song that Kevin did like this. Like, it, Kevin is so much more capable than this. Oh, yeah. Oh, you think, yeah, that guy's brilliant. Uh, they're all they're all amazing instrumentalists and musicians. It, it just it irks me to no end to hear something like this. Uh, should we break it down real quick? Uh, sure. Wow, that was Pretty fast. Sure. <laughs> That's only fifty nine seconds long. Um, Heidi, what did you get for for tempo? Because I had somewhere around one hundred and seventy nine beats per minute, but I had one seventy eight. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't seem to line up exactly, which was odd because it's definitely. Pre-recorded drums, but I'm yeah. wondering if maybe it was like it's like a, a, a decimal tempo, or they like digitally stretched it or something to mess with music nerds or what? Yeah, I don't know. Like I had 178, but yeah, it's in the key of C major. Mm-hmm. Um. 
it's a four chord song. You have uh, the verse is just C to G, so you have one to five. Really string it out because we only have we can only talk about the music on this song. <laughs> the chorus is F to C to G to C to yep. D to G. So it's uh, four to one to five to one to two to five, then back to one. Mm-hmm. You know the changes. It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's performed by keyboard and electronic drums. And in my opinion, it sounds kind of like one of those cheesy greeting cards that you open up and it plays a little tune. Um, or it like, sounds like Muzak. Yeah, Muzak is, is exactly what I have in my notes here. No yeah. lyrics to speak of. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to come as any surprise. <laughs> I'm not particularly fond of it. Uh, I was looking through my lower scored songs and I came across Oh Holy Night and I noticed that I rated it a one and I couldn't remember why I rated it a one because I know I like that song. <laughs> like as far as Christmas songs are concerned, that one is up there for me. So I wondered why I rated it so low and I went back and listened to it again and it's the same thing. It's the elevator music, keyboard and electronic drums. And I remember now being disappointed because that's a legit good song and they kind of just turned it into this elevator music. Uh, so my disappointment with this is perhaps not as immeasurable in this instance since, since I don't like Real with the Red Nose Reindeer as a song as much as A Holy Night, but I dislike it even more because I don't like that song as much. <laughs> uh, that song is a little bit more going on. Uh, I, I'm really, you know, I'm not trying to hate on the band here, uh, but it does kind of seem like they had a deadline for the album and they were like, let's do a couple of these real quick. We'll just bang them out. Um, and it's unfortunate, you know, um, and, and I don't know, maybe, maybe it was done as, as a joke. Some of these, maybe I just don't get it. Uh, guys, we know you listen. Please come on the show and talk to us about these music Christmas songs. But um, yeah, I, 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 get, I'm, I just want to say I'm, I'm so happy that it seems like I'm, I'm not alone in this boat because, you know, we uh, astute viewers and listeners rather uh, will we'll notice that we've recently updated our our, our picture. Uh, and um, I look, I look rather cranky uh, in the picture. And now, I, it is kind of uh, amusing that uh, I, I think I'm the I'm the youngest member of, of our group here, and yet I am probably the crankiest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know, I, uh, it's just nice to to know that I'm, I'm in good company tonight. Heidi, what oh. did you think about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Um, yeah, I have the same. Um, like the same breakdown musically, but huh, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of the hockey keyboard for this. I'm just not. I think you know they could have done it with the lyrics and had fun with it, but I, I yeah I don't know. It's maybe I don't find it maybe as sacrilegious as Oh Holy Night <laughs> no. um, because it's not religious. It's that's, a secular Christmas song. That's true. But, that's true. Um. Even though, is secular Christmas an oxymoron? I mean, there's a cultural you Christmas and a religious Christmas. technical because Christmas, right? Christmas. But Christmas. let's face it, like, Christmas has been secularized, which is... No, I know, but I'm just saying fine. the word Christmas is, is, is not secular. So the word right. Christmas... So it's anyway, anywho. Um, yeah, I don't even know. What are we going to rate this? Red noses? Um, 
Uh, <laughs> this Ooh, is, I got this, it. What I'm seeing on Aaron's wait, wait, screen wait. is more interesting than, it's than cats. Rudolph. Yeah, I just wanted point. to show off my cats. They're adorable. Um, and the jellicle so, cats. Do it, I would rather, it. yeah, I would rather watch the recent Cats musical movie adaptation than listen to this again. Wow, <laughs> uh, that's saying quite a I lot. I have not um, even seen it because I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Um, um, I think we. I propose that because this song is rather disappointing, we rate it on a scale of zero to five regifts. Oh, oh re good I like one. that. I'm putting that in because, oh, but but I do want to say we were supposed to, because of um, Rabbit and the Resurrection, we were supposed to to rate this one on Elf shoes. Well, that's true. But, but okay, we, we can we change just, that to regifts because regifted Elf shoes. <laughs> I love it. There we go. <laughs> regifted Elf shoes. Oh my gosh. There we go. Perfect. For those of you who weren't um, privy to that episode, Elf Shoes is a metaphor for rabbit dicks. Rabbit, rabbit, rabbit balls. Oh, it's balls. Rabbit balls. Rabbit balls. Yes. That's even weirder. Especially when we're talking about reindeer games. <laughs> That would be, I would rather watch Ooh, that movie. I bet you that is a metaphor. You're totally right. Like, they wouldn't let him join in the reindeer games. They were making out under the bleachers, and they said, no, no, you red-nosed weirdo. <laughs> this is a metaphor. You red-nosed weirdo. I would rather watch reindeer games at this point. Oh, than... with Ben Affleck? Yeah. Well, he was the bomb in Phantom. Act like you the bomb in Phantom, yo! He was the bomb in Phantoms, but yeah, but not reindeer games. You got to do the safe picture, then you do the art picture. And then sometimes you got to do the payback picture because your friend says you owe it. And then sometimes you got to go back to the well. Yeah, sometimes you do reindeer games. See, that's just me. Oh, we're we're off the rails. We're off the rails. Apologies all around. Uh, no, so yeah, how much? How much? How many regifted elf shoes should we rate this? Uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take okay. oh, go oh, for it. Oh, I go see what it. you did there. <laughs> and is that a good one? I've been waiting on that one. Um, again, Johnny Mark's family, Robert May's family, I apologize. Yeah. I don't hate this song specifically. Mm -hmm. You're such a hater, man. Oh, drinking the hater raid. I just drag you down Just watch me drag you down Until you just like us Matter of fact, I, I love I love the story of Rudolph. I, 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 you know, granted, having heard it for 40-something years now, it gets old. True. But I think it also formed a very important part of who I am in knowing, like, Bullies are going to get it and going to get their comeuppance. And every Christmas, we're taught that. Like, mm -hmm. don't bully people that are different. And I think that's a great message to be sending Agreed. kids every Christmas. And and the perfect holiday to be sending that message. Um, I, I do like some of uh, Johnny Mark's tunes better. Um, he did a lot of, of music. Um, 
a lot of stuff that we would that we would recognize like rocking around the christmas tree um i heard the bells on christmas day run run rudolph which is a sequel to this but done by chuck berry holly jelly christmas all of them done by johnny marks I actually enjoy those songs more but i like wow he did a lot of christmas stuff yeah he did i still like this song though this version or this song um of all the versions Burl Ives is my favorite. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. Um, matter of fact, um, Ella Fitzgerald does an amazing well, classic swing yeah. version of this. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. Um, Gene Autry is fine. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Just not my style. I like Burl Lives much better. Um, Destiny's Child this week, I was listening to theirs, really? and they did an amazing, funky version of this, which was really neat. Not heard Bing's version is very bouncy, which is cool until Rudolph starts singing and makes my ears bleed. Then how the reindeer loved him and they shouted out with glee. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. But Burl Ives is, is my number one favorite of this. Um, my least favorite version <laughs> ever is not DMX. Like I would think it would be. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Come on! Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly. Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, you go down to history forever. You go down to history forever. You go down to history. What? My least favorite version ever? It's, it's this version. <laughs> Ooh, serious trouble with Tracy here. I would remove all of these Muzak songs off from this album and delete them from history if I could. I would Thanos snap. Wow, is is this our first zero? No, there's another song I hate worse than this one. Okay. I have to leave room. Wow, but I am giving this a legitimate one. Like, I hate this okay. song. Okay. You're kinder than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. You just wait. We have one more Muzak version on this. <laughs> if you thought that you hated this song, you just wait, my friend. <sighs> Why don't I hand it over to you, Aaron? <laughs> okay. Well, I rated How's the Level a quarter of a point. It was a 0.25 rating. I will rate Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer higher only because it is, in fact, an actual song. But honestly, look, uh, do you watch The Walking Dead, Tracy? Yes. I oh. do. Okay. Heidi, you watch The Walking yes. Dead? Yes. Do you guys remember the spoilers here for The Walking Dead? Uh, when Negan had Daryl imprisoned and he was playing yes, that song. Yes, and he played that song over and over, over again. Over and over. I think Negan missed a real opportunity because this would have been a better torture to play this song over and over and over. I agree. Um, 
I'm going to rate. I almost said, how's the level? I'm going to rate Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 0.5 regifted elf shoes out of five. That gets a half a point for me because it is technically a song. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's not absolute noise. It's not, uh, you know, how's the level, but I can't really rate it any higher than that. I did not enjoy it at all. Thank you for leaving room. You're going to want it. Well, humbug, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the title at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Heidi? Um, wait, what did you give it? 0. 0. 0.5. Yeah, this one just grates on me. I'm so sorry, guys. I know. Um, but it just kind of it grates on me. The minute I hear the do to do <laughs> it sounds like i should be at a hockey game i had a i had a reaction just to you doing that yeah it kind of triggered me a little bit like, it, it, just, it sounds like it, disappointment it, it just got under my it just got under my my skin and so i would say yeah i'm right along the lines but i'm maybe i'll give it a one I'm going to give it a one. Sorry, Kevin. Sorry, Kevin. We love you. Anyway, come on the show. Stefan says, Rudolph was a baseball game rendition, which I think was a popular theme with this album. Pass me a ballpark hot dog. It is good just from the talent making the music, but lacks a BNL signature. I give it a two. Okay. So you guys did, in fact, find a way... <laughs> We we did find a way for me to still be drinking the haterade, but at least I'm not I'm not totally alone. No, uh, this is a team. You are not we, alone. We dumped the haterade <laughs> over all of us. Oh my goodness, we we still love you, uh, bare naked ladies, and uh, you know we none of us would like to be judged uh, by our worst moment. So uh, you know, come on the show. We can we can we can talk about it. We can do some trauma bonding together. Yeah. Please don't play this song though. No, please. <laughs> please don't play this song. As a matter of fact, Ed, I'm I'm we're coming to see you in a couple of weeks in New Hampshire. Please don't play this song. Oh man. What if somebody who listens to the show tells them and they play it at that concert? <laughs> I would legitimately I, I would appreciate it at that point and laugh hysterically. Yeah, I'd actually that might actually make me bump it up to a one. While my ears bled, I would be laughing. Um, so I do want to share with you a song that I think that you'll enjoy a little bit more as the appearance this week. Okay. Um, I am going to screen share so you guys get to enjoy this this week um, as, a, as a nice little treasure. Um, those of you who are deep, deep BNL fans will remember uh, Corky and the Juice Pigs. I, were... Yes, Pandas Must Die is still one of my favorite songs ever. <laughs> I love I love pants. Die, they I love must die. I love the, the church. Must die. Die, they must die. The <laughs> must die. You fat bastard. It's so good. If you love Aaron, early if you are BNL, not aware of Corky and the Juice Pigs, you gotta get on that. Yeah. Um, so Sean okay. Cullen was one of the singers on Corky and the Juice Pigs. Um, of course, you know, they there's a lot out there with them and they also he obviously went on the cruise um i think it was number five 
And here is them covering Make My Heart Fly with Sean Cullen. That was and, and Aaron, if you have not heard Corky and the Juice Pigs, it is you would absolutely love Corky and the Juice Pigs. Oh, absolutely. I'll definitely have to check them out. Yeah. The 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 Church of the Men the church of the church is what it's called i believe um is is amazing um i mean the whole album that they have released is absolutely amazing but <clears throat> and then of course the eskimo song oh my god i'm the only gay eskimo i'm the only one i know i'm the only gay eskimo in yeah, my was- tribe I, I mean, it's not politically correct. I'm just correct, saying but... that, and I am not looking. I wasn't expecting it. It's just still in my head. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's amazing and hilarious. Um, and you can't listen to it with kids around. <laughs> no, yeah, you cannot. I that. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I, I'm wow, this you. is all completely new to me, so I will have to check them out. Yeah, definitely. I got into them early on, like way back when I first got into Bare Naked Ladies, because they then took me into down the path of Corky and the Juice Pigs. Um, and oh. it's definitely Quirk, a ride so, worth taking. <laughs> um, I'm cutting most of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, guys, this week was. Um, was how do i put it? it it was primary week um and well i hated all of the choices that i had on on the ballot um so i in in the write-in candidate section i wrote in that well i voted for santa um yeah i felt like like he was the right care candidate for for any job like I, I think Santa should run the government because I mean he's the only one that'll do it right. He would rule the world with love. Mm. Uh, isn't Santa Claus running for Congress in Alaska? He should win. No, I'm being serious. There's a there's a man who I believe legally changed his name to Santa Claus, who looks like Santa Claus, who is running for uh for congress in alaska and uh, i actually like a lot of his platform uh, and, so unfortunately um, i can't vote in the alaskan election but <laughs> is, is he gonna rule the world with love i would assume i mean he's santa claus i would okay. think he would <laughs> it, it, i mean it, hopefully it's not invader zim as santa claus who wants to rule us with his oh. jolly boots of doom that would be not as good <laughs> no. jolly boots of doom yeah <laughs> guys thank you for taking me take going with me on this um, lovely ride through the night sky with rudolph sleigh ride through <laughs> hell this week sleigh ride um, through hell. isn't that one of your songs there <laughs> that sounds like a song i'd write that sounds like a jeff song <laughs> it's christmas at ground zero me and jeff's a collab on on sleigh ride through hell that'd be i great. keep that begging be jeff to collaborate with me but he's so busy and above us all now <laughs> he's just looking down at us from his sleigh <laughs> he did release an amazing song this week though demogorgon demogorgon is oh, excellent yeah. mm-hmm. nice. so Without any warning, there's some flashing lights. It's an organ of 
Not because you have a whole big head there, Jeff, but because Demi Gorgon was like, We know you listen, Jeff. Please come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Heidi, go. Go, go, And with that, we will leave you until you can come back next week. Happy Christmas. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. (laughs) <laughs> Merry Christmas to all, all and to all a good man. All a good to go away. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, I have put next week's song in the folder. Okay. Um, because, yeah, you're going to have to start guessing now that we're done our covers for a little while. Mm. Going back so, to the, the album guests. Okay. Yes. Yes. We're back to album songs again. Yeah. Wait, what's our song next week? Rule the World with Love. Oh, that's oh. right. Rule, yeah, rule the World with Love. Everybody I always kind of felt like Stephen wants that to rule the world with love. <laughs> not quite. Oh, yeah. We're not doing another cover. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, Aaron, do you want to stick around for a minute and and give us your thoughts on last week's song, Rock and Roll? I actually haven't had a chance to listen to it, unfortunately. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I, I will send you my thoughts via text ASAP. Okay. I have to record that in the next couple days to put up. So. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> really good seeing you. See you good both you. Uh, soon. Bye. Yeah, Bye. see you soon. Later. Later, skater. But Rudolph, he didn't go for that He said, I see through your silly games How can you look me in the face When only yesterday you called me names And all of the other reindeers, man Well, they sure did feel ashamed but Rudolph, you know we're sorry We're truly gonna try to change It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com 
Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.